from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Figure skating fans, welcome back to the 2012-2013 season of The Ice Queens. Um, I'm your host Liz and I'm here with Tori. And we are, as you can tell from the tone in my voice, are thrilled, thrilled to bring you another season to talk about the state of figure skating in the United States of America. Now, how are you feeling about it this year, uh, Tori? Well, seeing this is our first show that we're doing, and this is, what, the seventh competition, I don't think the season's going too well for us. No, it's been uh, the Grand Prix season has been going on, the seventh competition. Today, Sunday, December 9th, we just finished watching the Grand Prix Finals. Tori, do you want to tell us a little bit how about things have been going up to this point? Well, I think it's been a big slog fest the whole season. It's been a struggle to watch every competition, and NBC is sucking hard just like they have for the last few seasons by only showing the ladies and the men's competition, so you can barely even know what's going on with ice skating at this point. I will say that for the most part, there's been quite a few clean programs, but it's not been exciting. There's no stars emerging and a lot of boring skates, but they are skating pretty cleanly. Yeah. I mean, I thought, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's been, you know, it's been a slog fest. They've just been kind of cranking out the programs, working through things. There's been highs and lows, but no total meltdowns. But for the most part, it's been pretty solid skating, although it just doesn't seem to have any sparks of excitement? I mean, there was some some really good programs in there. There was some new people that came up, but um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that we can pick up the momentum before Sochi in 2014. Yeah, I mean, we have you know another season before the Olympics, and hopefully somebody's going to start emerging as a star. But right now, at least what they're showing us on TV, I'm not seeing it. Although I think the real stars are in the ice dancing, you know, because we have Virtue and Moyer and Davis and White. But unfortunately, they've decided not to show the pairs or the ice dance dancing on TV any longer. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, ABC, you know, used to do so much for figure skating. They showed all these shows. They showed all the competitions. They had good commentators. They had Dick Button. They had Scott Hamilton. NBC is just single-handedly killing the sport of figure skating, I think, in terms of its coverage in the United States. Yeah, they send nobody to the competitions to talk about it. They're just, you know, watching it, tele- a telecast of it and talking about it in L.A. or New York or something like that. And then there's hardly any fans if you notice that almost every competition there's hardly any fans in the audience yeah I mean even I was surprised even at international competitions Canada figure skating is a big sport Russia figure skating is a big sport and it seemed like you know Japan all these competitions around the world for the Grand Prix just didn't have an audience no and it's like they have people from their countries actually competing but they're not there I would say Japan probably is the best because you know they are really into ice skating so they had more of an audience at that one, but the rest of them, like in France, ridiculous. Uh, Russia, hardly anybody's there. And even in the United States, it's like they definitely needed to do some Groupon deals to get that place <laughs> filled up. Yeah, I remember you benefited from that a while ago. <laughs> I did. I got my own row. <laughs> Oh, but it's a sad... We laugh, but we cry. It's a sad state of affairs for American figure skating right now, and we really need to, you know, to get something going. But, you know, let's talk about the Grand Prix Final, which happened today. Um, Let's talk about the men's competition. Daisuke Takahashi, uh, at 26 years old, been fighting it for a long time, finally won a major competition. Yeah, well, he is a world champion, so you got to remember he did win that. Well, I don't like to think Um, about that because of the outfit he was wearing when he won. (laughs) 
I think that um, this is the first time that he's actually won the Grand Prix. He's been in the Grand Prix finals many times and has medaled, but I think this is the first time that he's actually won it. And I know he's not your most favorite skater, but um, anytime anyone can beat Patrick Chan, you got to like that. Oh, yes. That is a big thumbs up. As long as Patrick's not winning we're happy. But I did I do like Daisuke's program that he has this year. It's he didn't clay, skate it quite as cleanly as he could have cuz he did have a fall on the quad, but he is doing the quad. He had two in the program and he fell on one of them. But, you know, he has so much emotion when he's skating and he really connects with his programs and the audience and he's dramatic and there's as I like to say there's a lot of a lot of things going on in between the jumps. So he's just not somebody that's jumping all the time. He has a lot of choreography, and he always has good uh, put-together programs. So it was nice to see him win, and he skated pretty well. Yeah, I, I have to say that he is bugging me less, so that's a good sign. <laughs> that um, means you're liking him. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't, know if I, I don't know if I go that far, but it's definitely, um, you know, he's bugging me less. And I think he's wearing better outfits. I think the programs are better. Um, you know, I have to say, Ashley Wagner's bugging me less, too, so that's a good sign. We'll talk about her a little bit later. but. Okay agree with that also so it's like um is it almost the end of the world or what or my antidepressants working better I don't know but people are are bugging me less than they used to yeah it's like that's how much there's no stars or that we're really connecting with anybody on the ice skating scene right now but Daisuke he did skate well so I was happy to see him win this and um you know they had I don't know when the rule change goes into effect where they can actually start using lyrics in the other disciplines. You know, right now you can only use it in the ice dancing, but it's going to be in the pairs and the single skating. I want to say it might be next season. So I'm just waiting for him to start skating to uh, Prince. Oh, yeah. I, I'm waiting for that, too. That full outfit that he had went from a few seasons back, and he can finally do uh, Purple Rain when doves cry. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine if Tanya Harding was still skating, still skating to words? We'd have ZZ Top lyrics out there for sleeping. Bags. I know she could have really been using the real um, funky cold Medina. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing that doesn't translate well into Russian. Yeah. So Yazuro Hanyu. Okay, so this <laughs> there was a lot of things. There were some amazing and wonderful things about this, but. Let's just take a moment of silence for the sequined hot oh. pink and white gloves. I no. know. Yuzuru or whatever his name is. Ugly outfit, buddy. You totally win for this competition. He had a ruffle. Wearing a gloves, which is always a no-no. Sequence, and it was pink. And it's like, are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure he has a Russian coach. Oh, no, you know he's coached by Brian Orser. Brian! It's unacceptable. Brian, come on, you're Canadian, you know better than this. Oh, God, it is unacceptable, especially when he's coaching a hottie like Javier Fernandez, and then he's coaching this guy and putting him in a a flaming pink and white sequined outfit with gloves. I've got to believe that, you know, the kid's picking his own outfits out. He's only 18 years old, he's very young, he is a good skater, great jumper, Um, he had some problems, you know, he doubled a jump, but he definitely can hit the quads, and... he is also the only one that is doing a billman in the men's field. What <laughs> days? <laughs> that not, always scares me whenever I see that. <laughs> yeah, that's not always a, a mark of distinction for a male skater. Uh, yeah, but um, for me, he's a little bit gangly when he's skating. It's going to take some time. I do think that he is good, but he's a little gangly. Um, he needs to work on the presentation, but... You know, overall, he had a good skate and he had his 
new season's best at this competition. Although I think almost everybody skating here had a new season's best, which is, again, ridiculous scoring by the judges. Well, didn't Hanyu have an all-time high score for his short program in one of the competitions? I think I think it might have been his first competition of the season. He got some ridiculous score. I mean, he has a lot of te- technical content because he is putting the quads. I want to say he might have even done two quads in the short program. But it's like, what? Well, where do you go from there when you have the highest all-time scored with your very first competition of the season. Yeah, so like, so my, Michael Weiss, um, the fine NBC commentator that he is, uh, <laughs> was talking to him a lot about his natural ability, and I do think he does have a lot of natural ability. I mean, it just seems like it's very fluid and very natural for him mm-hmm. on the ice. So that that's nice to see, but oh gosh, you got to clean up that outfit. It's terrible. Yeah, hopefully Brian's going to be able to fix that because I think this is the first season that he's with Brian, so maybe he him and Javier can help him pick out a new outfit. Yeah, so, okay, the most hated, the most dreaded Patrick Chan finished third. So there was a bright spot in the competition that they didn't grossly overscore somebody who's splatting all over the ice and just bugging the crap out of us. But they did prop him up to even get a medal because apparently he was way overscored in the short program. He did a double jump. And it's like, how can you be in second place after... The short program when you're doing a double jump. That's ridiculous. It's a technical program. So I didn't view it, but it's obvious that the judges are still propping him up. They just give him high, you know, when he messes up on his jumps, which he did in the long program, he fell twice, I believe. He fell on the opening quad and then he had some other shaky landings. They just prop him up by giving him a good presentation score. And it's like, that's ridiculous. If you're falling, then you should not be getting like almost a perfect presentation score. Yeah, I agree. And he's he's won pretty much all of his competitions and he's fallen in every single one. I, I mean, I don't I don't think his presentation scores deserve that high of marks that they can compensate for all the falls. Right. I mean, I know he's a good skater. He's fast and he has good edges. But um, for me, it, it seems like he's always just pushing it where he's almost at the edge and he could fall over at any time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. Now, of course. <laughs> so the most beautiful man in figure skating is up next in fourth place, Javier Fernandez. I mean, come on. I would just watch him stand in place for 20 minutes. I know. I uh, what a great program. So he had three triples, three triple quads. Or I'm sorry, three, four quads. Yeah, four quads. <laughs> and he um, hit them all. And it was awesome. It was like, it was the best that I've seen him skate. He actually ended, he had the highest score for the long program, but he was in fifth place after the short so he only moved up a spot but he skated really well and from he he, I think last year was his breakthrough season because we didn't really know who he was before that and he was meddling at these competitions but this season I did think that there's definitely an improvement in his artistry because he's really there technically and obviously he needs to improve with his artistry but I thought that he has improved since last season and this program he did it to the uh, Charlie Chaplin program it's a really good program for him yeah it was like the program had some personality you mm-hmm. know the music wasn't boring it really had the complete package and yet you could see Brian Orser written all over that program too it almost was like he was skating it you know 20 years ago but right. um, but uh, yeah I thought it was great I think you know I hope that he can really rise above I know he has some inconsistencies but he he definitely showed he, he yeah he placed first in the long program and I think that 
you know, far outweighed anything Patrick Jan put out on the skating oh. you know, skating rink. So I, if he can put it together, I, I hope that he'll be a contender. Right. And I think he is becoming a more balanced skater. Um, yeah. And this, you know, showed it because his pres- his technical score was quite a bit higher, like 10 points higher than the presentation, but he still had a high presentation score. So um, I definitely think that he is somebody that will be in the medal mix next year at the Olympics. I hope so. so. And I wish that they had a beautiful man, you know, point, a couple points they could add to his schedule just because we like to look at him out there. Well, doesn't that come up in the presentation score? Because he <laughs> is super cute. And his, I loved his outfit. His, you know, it's like, this is what we need. More outfits like this and not crap with sequins and ruffles and gloves. I know. It was it was beautiful. So Brian did well there, but he were a wor- little bit worried about how he could let Hanyu go on the ice with that outfit on. <laughs> it's disturbing. Okay, so the ladies, Malasada won this event, and like Daisuke Takahashi, I'm not a fan, but I know you are, Tori. Yeah, I do like um, Mal. She's not my favorite skater, and I'm, you know, after the last Olympics, when I hated those programs, they were so dark. I really like the Swan Lake program. I saw her skate, what, a couple of weeks ago at the NHK Trophy, where she totally stunk it up, but she still won, won the competition. It was it was outrageous scoring. Yeah. Even Tara Lipinski said it was outrageous. She did like one triple in the program, but she won. And it's like, come on. that It was outrageous. Uh, but this program is a really good program. Today, she skated it wonderfully. Uh, no mistake. She did double a jump, but she hit all the rest of the jumps. And it's nice to see her back because she is a quality skater. She's very light and airy and she has good speed she has the nice jumps and she's a complete skater you know she not only does she have the technical ability she has the musicality and the presentation and the good choreography so it was nice to see her skate and she looked happy out there skating today because she was doing so well yeah I mean I maybe you can answer this Tori but how is it that all these seasons have gone by now and Mao used to do triple axles and now nobody's doing them and she's not doing because she doesn't have to because nobody else is but I just it still baffles me that this isn't a bigger issue in women's figure skating. Yeah, so, you know, that was her big thing was doing the triple axles, and she was relying on it so much. So after, when she didn't win the last Olympics, she was apparently very disappointed, and she got the silver, and she decided to rework all of her other triple jumps because she wasn't able to do a couple of them because she focused so much on the the triple axle. So it's been, you know, a long comeback for her these last, this is what the third or the second season um she's just relearning all of the triple jumps and so she's trying to get those into the program and not focusing on the triple axle and she doesn't have to do the triple axle because nobody even tries to attempt it and when i was watching today i was telling al how it was ridiculous with the ladies like their combinations they're doing combinations that aren't as hard as tara did in the 98 olympics nobody does triple triple combinations and if they do, it's just a triple toe, triple toe. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. And they were talking about how Ashley Wagner, who was going to do one, and of course she didn't because Tara Lipinski, who's commentating, is advising her to play it safe. So, I mean, if that's the bar that they've set for themselves, I don't know how this the sport is going to be able to advance that way. Yeah, so they're st- they're doing, you know, the jump combinations that they did 12 years ago. And it's like, why are we not doing more triple-triple combinations? It's because nobody's nobody's challenging them to do it. Yeah, and I think also it has to do with, you know, it's a new code of points where before when you used to attempt them, if you landed it, it counted. And now they actually look to see if you fully rotated the jumps. 
And these girls aren't rotating, you know, that second triple jump. So they're just taking it out and doing a double. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I think it's weird. And I think that it's really weird that the men's men's figure skating has advanced so far beyond the women now. It's really crazy. They all they all are having to do quads now in the men to be um, competitive. But in the ladies, it's like they are not advancing at all. Although I did see during this broadcast that um, looks like Yuna Kim is attempting to come back. Yeah, I heard she's going to be back for Worlds. Yeah, so she's qualifying for Worlds right now. She was in some competition. So that maybe that's going to push it because the reason that she was so far ahead of everybody at the last Olympics is because she was doing the triple-triple combination. She was doing a triple-flip, triple-toe. Nobody does that now. If they do a triple combination, it's just a triple-toe, triple-toe. So maybe that's going to be pushing some of these other skaters to actually forcing them to have to put harder technical content into the program. At least I hope so. Yeah, we shall see. Although it's still a mystery why Yuna Kim is even coming back. I mean, is her country forcing her to? Or I mean, she Probably. seemed tortured before, so. Well, you got you got to remember she's only like 22 years old. Yeah, I guess so. So, so Ashley Wagner, this is actually kind of a little bit of a scary story, but I think she's okay. She did really well in the short program. She really only missed um, beating Mawasada by like hundreds of a point. But in the free skate, she had two, well, one normal fall and one really bad fall. And she ended up finishing second. So I'm glad she's okay. But yeah, she had some bad falls. Yeah, she did on the triple axle. She basically fell sideways on the ice. Well, the double axle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, a double axle. Um, It was pretty bad. So she she laid on the ice for a little bit. I wasn't sure she was going to get up because she was pretty shocked at how hard she fell. She has been skating good this season. This was actually her roughest skate that I've seen a couple of weeks ago. I believe when she was a, the one in France, uh, she skated wonderful. And that was the best I'd ever seen her skate. But I think her program, it's um, Samson, Samson and Delilah. It suits her well. She seems to like it. Um, it's a good program. I do think she still needs to up the technical difficulty because I think they all <laughs> need to up that. But... Um, she is skating really well. She was good at the end of last season, and it seems like it's continued on. Today was uh, the exception because it was a little rough, but she was able to get the silver medal at the Grand Prix, and that's the first um, time. Well, I think, yeah, I think this is the first time that she's been in the Grand Prix, maybe the second, but definitely the first time that she's won a medal. Yeah, she, like I said, she's bothering me less, so that's a good sign because it looks Mm -hmm. like she's going to be around for a while. She's being really consistent. She has a lot of confidence. Her programs are fairly interesting. Love the outfits. They're beautiful. So I'm coming around, but, you know, it's been a a hard-fought battle to to be be an Ashley fan. I do think that it was positive for her to go to John Nix because her skating has improved. She doesn't seem to be two-footing the landings like she used to. And I do expect her to win the next nationals because I don't, she's definitely the strongest U.S. lady this season. So I'm not sure who is going to beat her, beat her at nationals. Yeah, for sure. I hope that she does. Um, Akika Suzuki came in third. You know, I really like her. She's been through a lot. I think she has nice programs and she just really, the love of skating really comes out on the ice, but she finished third in the short program in the free skate and third overall. Nice programs, but nothing too spectacular. She had some problems. Yes, she did. I saw her skate the other two times this season, and she skated really well. Today, she fell twice, 
and she popped a jump, but she was able to hold on to third place. I do think she's a good skater. She definitely enjoys the skating, obviously, because she's 27 years old and she's still out there. I think this program is well suited to her also. And um, she, she'll she be in the mix for the Worlds for medals, her and Mao, because I'm assuming that these, these two are definitely will be at the Worlds. I know that there are a lot of um, Japanese lady skaters that are good, just like in the men. It's hard just to even make the world team, but I figure her and Mao are going to be at the Worlds. Yeah, and I I mean, I was... I forgot about this, but what I'm really most grateful for in the ladies' competition is that we don't have to see Carolina Costa anymore. This season. Yeah, this season. Well, Because she has not said that she's stopped skating. She's taken this season off, but I, f- I am expecting that she's going to surface next season and be back. And it's like, oh, God, no. I know. We, we live in fear of a few skaters in that situation, like uh, Yvgeny. Like oh, when, <laughs> when she's one of the top skaters for the ladies, that's when you know the field is struggling. Yeah. Well, then there was Kira Corpy who finished fourth. She's a lovely skater. She just can't seem to, you know, get it together with the jumping. As I like to say, she's the Alyssa Sisney of Finland. Yeah, she's caught she's caught the Corpy and keep keeps falling everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so she always, um, she's beautiful. She always has the nicest outfits. It was a beautiful dress that she had on. Um, and she does have nice programs. She's graceful. I think she's a little bit stiff when she's skating, but uh, she does have nice programs and she is a, you know, a pretty skater to watch. She just doesn't have the technical content, doubles the jumps a lot of the time and, or is falling on the triple. So yeah, and the Russian, I don't even care about. I can't uh, say I can't say her last name, and she bugs me. So, not, and you know, Terry's not saying it right every time he says it. I'm like, I don't think that's how it's said <laughs> because uh, we always pronounce everything correctly. Yeah, Elizaveta. Yeah, to me, she is tacky, <laughs> and of course, she was wearing gloves, and she definitely has matured from last season. So, I think she went through puberty, and it's rougher for her this season she's having to you know be able to learn how to jump with her new body um she does have some personality and a little bit of spark but her skating's not that pretty and i feel like she rushes through everything all of the movements because she wants to get to the jump yeah so it's not that pretty to watch and then christina gow from the united states was actually qualified for the grand prix final i don't know how that happened but she finished last well, what happened was um, it was another Russian skater was the sixth qualifier that Julia Lipin, I don't know what her name is, but she's the super um, flexible one. She's only 14 years old. I don't know if you saw her skate. She, so. she was the um, sixth person, but she pulled out for injury and Christina was the first substitute. So that's how she got to be in the Grand Prix final. And she didn't, I didn't think she skated very well. Uh, she skated at Skate America at the very beginning of the season and looked great. It, she skated very cleanly. Her jumps were great. She got second place there. But today I thought she seemed slow. It was kind of lackluster. Didn't seem like she had a lot of energy or she just was out there skating and jumping. Okay. Yeah, I mean, nothing too, <laughs> nothing too special. But maybe we have a prayer of getting... The placements, well, we'll have to talk about the placements later for the Olympics, but um, we'll have to see how it goes. So, basi- so basically, NBC didn't show any of the pairs ever throughout the entire Grand Prix series. Right. Um, I do know that um, 
Trankoff and what's her name? Volosozar. and Trankoff, they won the pairs. I fully expect them to win the Worlds this year. You know, they got second last year. The Germans are still around, but they only skated in one Grand Prix this year, so they didn't qualify for the Grand Prix final. I think that they are going to get um, passed up. They're going to be passed by the Russians this year because the Russians look really strong last year. And the only reason that they didn't win the Worlds is because they had a disastrous short program and were like seventh or eighth after the short, but then just kicked some butt big time in the long and ended up getting the silver medal. And so I fully expect them to be the world champions this year. Well, then Pang and Tong still hanging on for third place. Yeah, they China just won't let them. Yeah, I know. Retire. They've been around for like a hundred years, and um, I, I don't know how they're skating. I'm sure they've got to be tired of skating. And then it was another Russian pair that got um second. I yeah. can't remember who it was. Bazarova but. and Larina Larionov. I don't know. I've never even heard of those people. Yeah, you've seen them. When you see them, you'll know who they are. Um, because of their bad outfits. <laughs> actually, they're okay. She's she's the one that barely gets off the ice on her jumps. Oh boy. Um. So it. Pairs that the Russians are upset about not winning, not only not winning the gold at the last Olympics in the pairs, but not winning a medal because I noticed that there were three, three or four pairs that made the Grand Prix final. So it looks like they are putting some efforts into bringing their pairs program back. Yeah, Kavagudi and Smirnov finished sixth, but, you know, at least they were there. Yeah, unlike um, any U.S. pairs. Right. Although I, I did see that uh, Denny and Coughlin got third in both of the um, competitions that they were in. So that's really good for our U.S. pairs. We can definitely expect to only have two placements at Worlds and the next Olympics because we be beyond them, we have nothing. So there's no way that our pairs are going to place high enough that we would have three spots in the next Olympics. Oh, well. So let's talk that, about... That's a surprise. Yeah, n- not a shocker. For how many Olympics now? Not a shocker. But the bright shining stars of the United States for all of figure skating is Davis and White winning the Grand Prix final. Yeah, and they won by... I think three or four points, which in ice skating is a lot. So they won both of their Grand Prix events and then they won the Grand Prix final. And it'll be interesting to see what happens at the world. You know, it's been back and forth with them and Virtue and Moyer since the last Olympics. They've each been world champions since then. So it's kind of been going back and forth. We'll see what happens. But um, stupid NBC won't show us the ice dancing so we know what's going on. Yeah, I know. They didn't even show Virtue and Moyer, the Olympic champions skate. I, I don't understand that, but hey. They did Davidson White's program, their long program today. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yes, I did see that. It's a great program. It is a nice program. I don't, I don't like the music or maybe it's edited weird. So I'm not crazy about the music, but I do think it's a really good program. It's going to score well. It has scored well. It's you know, it's difficult. They're still fast and powerful. And it seems like they're really trying to focus on showing that they have more um, connection with each other. Yeah, I thought it, the program, you know, it has builds, it has drama, it has all the things that you want in, in ice dancing. And they just seem to really, you know, they could have retired easily after winning the silver medal oh, yeah. at the Olympics, but they seem to be really actually, I mean, I wondered where they could kind of take it from there, but they really seem to be more in sync, more polished. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's they're doing so well. Yeah, I think they tr- they're trying to improve more each season and do different things and just become better skaters. So that's nice. 
And then, of course, they do have Virtue and Moyer pushing them. I think those two pairs push each other because they're so closely matched. It's like you don't know who's going to win there. Right. And they're they're trained by the same coaches and they train together and all that. So that's kind of interesting, too. Yeah. So uh, let's look ahead to the national, the United States National Figure Skating Championships, which is going to be held in Omaha in January, which will be the next time we'll be recording. Um, Which we we won't be going to Omaha this year. We won't be going to Omaha, much as Omaha would like to have us, I'm sure. But, but they don't. Ha- their weather's not good enough for us to right. go. Right. The queens need to work on our tans this time of year, and that's not going to quite cut it over there in Omaha. But um, Tori, you want to tell us a little bit about the men's competition? What it's looking like? We we haven't mentioned Jeremy Abbott yet, of course, because he's broken my heart into. Oh, Jeremy. So um, you know he skated in two Grand Prix events, and I believe he got fourth in one and then the other one he did medal. I want to say he got second. He has a beautiful program this year. I would say it's the best men's program out there. It is really a nice program. Unfortunately, we haven't seen him skate it clean. He skated it better the second time that I saw it than the first time. So hopefully by the time nationals rolls around and worlds, it's going to be where he wants it to be. And it does look like he's trying to put the quad into the program, which he will need. Once he gets to the world championship, he might not need it at nationals, but um, he will need it at the worlds if he wants to be in contention. But I do think it's a good program. And if he could skate it good and have the quad in there, he's somebody that could be in the mix at the world championships. I really hope so, because, you know, he's putting the program that he's putting out there is unique and different and more sophisticated by far than anything else that anyone else is putting out there. I mean, Javier Fernandez's program at least had some personality, but Jeremy's is really sophisticated and beautiful and intricate and all of that. And you just don't see that very often. And I would love to see that rewarded more in figure skating. Yeah, it's a very impressive program. And and what's really impressive is that he, you know, does the choreography himself. So the guy definitely has a future in, in choreographing routines after he has done um, skating on the amateur level. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, I'm a big Paul Wiley fan. He's been my figure, favorite figure skater for a long time, but Jeremy Abbott has the same sort of mm-hmm. um, flow. And when we saw him in Spokane, what was that? 2010, mm-hmm. that was the best pro- men's program I've ever seen in terms of both technical ability and content. Although this program is still, you know, yes. very beautiful. Really, the so the last three seasons he has had beautiful long programs, yeah. and um, we're just waiting. You know, at the 2010 Nationals, it was magical because he skated it perfectly. Um, and then the last two seasons, the programs have been wonderful too. He just hasn't had that where it's been super clean because yeah. if that happens, the program definitely draws you in and you get lost in it. But you know, when he starts making mistakes, then it it kind of loses what could make it really special. Yeah, he's just a heartbreaker because he's, you know, you can tell there's just something mental going on with him that he mm-hmm. it's just a mental block he's got to get through, but we'll see let's see how that goes. I but do I, think that I do think that he probably will win nationals this year because he does have strong programs and then I don't really know how the other guys are skating, but well, they're not skating as well as he is on the Grand Prix. So I do think that he'll win again. Yeah, you didn't watch Ross Minor, but Ross Minor actually had a pretty good program in the one that I watched. Um, you know, it's still a little, I mean, it, compared to Jeremy's, it's just a little immature. It's a little bit, right. you know, it's not as polished. And I don't even know what's going on with Adam Ripon these days. He was the other great white hope out there, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know that he was even shown on TV because right. I know that he did go to a couple, couple of competitions, but he didn't medal at either one of them. So 
I don't know if that's happening any longer. Yeah, you know, his rough. his technical, the jumps just have never come along for him. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's even struggled with the triple axle for quite a while. And it's like, I don't know, but hopefully Jeremy and either Ross or uh, somebody else is going to be able to go to Worlds and try to get our third place back. But I think it's going to be tough because there's the Japanese are very strong. All three skaters that they send will have a chance of meddling. And then, um, you know, Javier's in the mix. And, of course, unfortunately, Patrick Chan. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to have our skaters are going to be, you know, five or the fifth or sixth place. And we somehow we can get a spot back. But it won't be that surprising if we only get two spots at the next Olympics just because of how strong the men's field is right now. Yeah. And, of course, NBC tried to trump up the return of Evan Lysacek and Johnny Weir, which was a big flop. I mean, Johnny Weir, who, who in – God's green earth thought that he would ever be able to return to competitive no. figure skating unless he's he was he barely had the technical content at the last Olympics. He scraped by to make it that third spot on the last Olympics. And he did skate in one Grand Prix event and withdrew after the short program because he was in last place. And I guess it was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, the guy is, like, doing reality TV, doing the fashion circuit, <laughs> wearing full-length fur coats. I mean, I don't think he exactly has his head in the game to be training. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like he's retired still. He's thinking he's coming back to Sochi. I mean, I know he loves Russia, but... No, I think up. your time might have passed. And then I don't know what's going on with Evan. It seems like maybe him and the... Um, U.S. Skating Federation still couldn't come to an agreement because I don't understand why he wasn't given any Grand Prix events. I don't know. I saw him in, a, in an exhibition that NBC had broadcast, and he looked really good still. I mean, he Well, was, as far as I know, he's training. And, yeah. you know, he's somebody that likes to train. Right. So if he's going to come back to competition, he's going to be well-trained, and he's going to be ready to go. But for some reason, uh, he didn't skate on the Grand Prix events, and... I thought that he was given at least one assignment, but that didn't happen. Well, supposedly he's going to be at Nationals, so that will, we'll have to see what happens there. Oh, and the other thing that was a really bright spot was the outfits that I saw him skating in in this, in this exhibition <laughs> thing were quite normal. They were very classy, just really subdued, not a lot of crap on them. They were like Scott Hamilton in the late years. Did Vera make them? I don't know. I, I don't think she did because there wasn't any feathers or anything like that on them. Snakes. Yeah. So I think that I don't know what happened, but I was, I was like, Evan, I can actually stand to watch you now. Well, it would be nice if he really is back and is ready to go because with him and Jeremy at Worlds, it is a possibility that we could get our three spots back. I know. That would be amazing. But You know, if he has his quad and he always puts together good programs and, and is a consistent skater. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed for that. And then in the women's field, there was a couple new skaters. Well, one new skater that emerged and one we've talked about before in the Grand Prix circuit. Um, Gracie Gold, she she did really well. And when I watched her, did you watch her, Tori? Yes, I think she only did have one assignment. I'm not sure, but I saw her skate the one time and I didn't know who she was. She just came up from the juniors and she ended up getting second, I believe, in the competition. And she looked really good. Yeah, she's a Chicagoan, so she's training right near where I live. You don't live here, Tori, but um, I'm <laughs> thankful you for you. You need to get down to the ice rink and find out what's going on. I know. There. I need to go courtside and see what's up. But, yeah, so she's looking good. I'm glad we have some new blood emerging. And then Agnes Zawadzki, she performed in a Grand Prix event. She was okay, but, you know, she's out there. She, she got third in the one at 
both of them were in the Russia, the Cup of Russia. And then Agnes skated in another one, but didn't do well in that. She's a strong jumper. Hopefully she's going to, you know, have some consistency. We need somebody that can consistently skate good besides Ashley, because Ashley really seems to have come on um, since last season. I did see Mariah skate. She actually ended up getting two assignments because somebody dropped out and she got to go to the NHK and she got third there. She looked pretty good. Uh, so, you know, she's had a cuff, a tough couple of seasons after the Olympics, we thought she was going to be the one that was really going to have be the breakthrough and be a star. And that just hasn't happened. You know, after her fourth place showing at the Olympics, it's, she kind of peaked there. <laughs> yeah. It seems like she's mentally in a better place, but it looks like her body's been changing a lot. She's kind of off of her rhythm a little bit. And, um, I don't know, she, I still think she's struggling to really find her place out there, but she did yeah. look, she looked decent. She looked, you know, better than she had before. Yes. So. Cause I do think that she's talented and she is somebody that has personality and can have the spark when she's skating well. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice if she had a comeback and skated well at nationals and maybe made the um, world team. So it'll be interesting. I think, you know, Ashley is going to win the nationals, but then, I have no idea about second and third because there's they're all kind of grouped together right now. Nobody's well, emerging. And we only have two placements for worlds this year, right? In the women's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so that's going to be yeah. a that's going to be a hard fought battle for second place in that in that sense. Yes, we have two in everything except for dancing. Oh gosh, that's a sh- that's, <laughs> that is a crime. Anyway, so, it's going to be tough to get any of. Any, in any of those disciplines, that third spot back. Oh, yeah. I mean, Alyssa Sisney, she was scheduled for a Grand Prix event, but it backed out, I read, due to injury. But I think she's going to be, she's done. And luckily, we haven't had to deal with Rachel Flatt either. I hope she's moved on to Oh, uh, Rachel did. She was in one of the competitions. And then she backed out because of injury? No, no, no. She got last place in it. Oh. Yes, I can't remember which one it was because it might have been Skate America or Skate Canada. It was one of the early competitions, and she was there, and she got last place big time the producer just told me it was skate america so oh, okay. you know so, yeah, yeah it was embarrassing it and I, I couldn't understand why she was at skate america it's like girl you just need to be going to school yeah go to stanford get your big degree and then move on you got your national title that's good yeah it's no the judges don't like her so it's time for her to go yeah. All right. So in pairs, we already talked about Denny and Coughlin. They're looking like they're going to win the nationals. And then who else is in the field? I mean, what poor, what, what no happened idea. to poor Rockney? Uh, he lost his uh, skating partner from, you know, the last two seasons. So I don't, I have no idea who any of the other pair skaters are for the U.S. It's, you know, normal for the U.S. to have nobody good. Right. And turmoil. Everybody's switching partners. Everybody's dropping out. They're never going to be good if they only stay together for one or two seasons. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but at least Denny and Coughlin are together. And they seem to be pretty consistent, so I'm sure they'll be the national champions. Who were the people that we saw when we were at nationals last year that were good? They did the sexed up routine. Oh, that was for ice dancing. Oh, that was ice dancing. Okay. That was um, Hubble and Donahue. Oh, yes. All right. Well, And they did, they did skate on the Grand Prix. And I want to say they got like fourth place in both of theirs, or they might got a third and a fourth. So we have quite a – besides Davis and White – there's all the rest of them are kind of grouped together. You know, they're the Shibitanis. Oh, yeah. And they really struggled this season. 
I, I don't know if it's that the judges don't like him anymore. <laughs> they're getting creeped out because they're brother and sister. <laughs> I think that's you getting creeped out. <laughs> I think most people are. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're not alone? Yeah, I think I'm not alone. They are good technical skaters, but you know, what's the emotional range there? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good point, especially if they have to do the tango or anything like that. Right. Although this year for the short dance, it's the Yankee polka. I don't know what the hell that is, but because, oh. you know, they won't telecast it for us, so we don't know what it is. And God forbid we get the Ice <laughs> Network to watch that crap. Because you know that's probably a really good dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might have to get YouTube out for that one. I think I'm going to have to find out what the heck it is. The Yankee so, polka. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so the Shibitanis, you know, they were the bronze world medalists uh, two seasons ago, and they have really fallen since then. And then there's the um, Hubble and Donahue. And there's also that... But Madison, the chalk and Bates or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, well, something to look forward to, I guess. I mean, Davis and White will always keep it together, keep us with our three spots. But, uh, yeah, Nationals in Omaha is going to pre- be pretty interesting in the other three fields. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. Right, because that this world, oh, well, you're talking about Nationals, but then this upcoming world's in March, that's going to determine how many placements we get in the next Olympics. So, We'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, so hope, we have to hope that the best em- skaters emerge from nationals so that then they can go to world and try to get us some placements for, for the 2014 Olympics. But we'll right. see how that goes. Yeah. And because, yeah, the women are going to have to compete against Kim Nui Na, as we already mentioned. And um, it's going to be a free-for-all. It is. All right. So, Tori, is there anything else we need to talk about before we close and, and meet our meet our four fans for the next, com- next competition <laughs> at Nationals? I know our fans have been bummed that we haven't been around, but, you know... If they've been watching skating along with us, they understand why. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's about it for this episode of the Ice Queens. We thank you for listening. And um, we would like to um, remind you to review us on iTunes. And um, we really appreciate seeing all your comments. They really help us move up in the iTunes ranking to, you know, (laughs) 4,435,350. And then um, we also, you know, get more skating fans who like our show and know how to keep it real the way that, that Liz and Tori do. And that's a special skill. Um, You can also leave us comments on our website, theicequeens.com, and on our Facebook page. You can email us. I mean, we give you so many options here at the Ice Queens. You can email us at theicequeens at epicdeer.com. That's (laughs) E-P-I-C-D-E-E-R.com. And we're also on Twitter, at the Ice Queens. Uh, So Christmas is right around the corner, and you should probably stock up on some lovely Ice Queens merchandise as well. Shirts, hats, underwear. I mean, that's thong underwear, people. All kinds of stuff at cafepress.com slash the ice queens. Until then, figure skating fans, we'll see you next time. Later. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs> <laughs>